Welcome, everybody, to uh, Podcast of the Gundam Heroes. We are doing Turn A today, episodes 38 to... 41. Oh, no, my brain just broke. Only 41. <laughs> yeah, my brain was just like, wait, 42 is 4 away. No, wait, no. <laughs> like, oh, God. Man. The numbers, the starts. What? The numbers no. have gotten bad. Ooh. I'm an engineer. I need a table. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> These episodes are good. We get to the moon. We, we also start saying the word turn A a whole bunch. Yeah. Also, we finally get around to dealing with that thing. <laughs> the thing we sent you. The thing Lauren <laughs> sent everyone. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's get on in. Uh, 38 starts the title. This one is Battle God Greenham. And uh, before we were starting uh, talking here, we were talking about how everybody in these next couple of series, a bunch of like net play players, like Battle God Greenham, that's like the tag you put before your clan name on Xbox Live. Like, absolutely. he just picked that for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, absolutely. Yeah. XX Battle God, XX Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you think he's one of those types that disconnects right before he loses? Absolutely. absolutely. He fucking lag switches as well. Oh! Yay! Still has a 23% win rate. <laughs> so, um, Lauren and Sochi are going in the mistletoe. If you remember from last time, uh, Diana was on mistletoe and they're going to look for her. So, that's what they're doing right now. They're followed in and by the sw- mistletoe is like the like garden satellite. Yeah, the agriculture. Like it's like it's like a huge like city sized meteorite with gardens on it. Yep, yep. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they go inside. They're followed by Swetson and his Maharu force. Um, Swetson. Swetson. We say Swetson. Swetson. <laughs> he probably is pretty sweaty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swetson, yeah. by the way, if you don't remember, is uh, one of Gingram's fighter guys. He's very bloodthirsty and kind He's of. He's a big he man. He has K rules uh, belly armor attack from yes. Smash Brothers. He does. Uh, he can yeah. he can smack his tum tum and run into people, and he's got armor on it. He does it <laughs> actually really in one of these episodes. He bombs yep. one of his fucking teammates. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so uh, Harry's following them, and uh, he's like yelling to tell. He's yelling at them to like say, "Hey, I saved Diana. Tell Jim this so he can stop, you know, doing all that." Um, we go inside. Lauren apologizes for dragging Sochi into this fight. Uh, she's cool with it though, because like even though she kind of still hates the Moon People, she's like softened up to it, and she realizes that both Diana and Keel are the same person. So like, obviously, they got to go save her. She's like a sister, sister to me yeah. in a weird way. Well, weird. they're the same person. They are the same person at this a weird point. Weird doppelganger sort of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Diana is with Cancer Marauders. I, mean, I don't know if you really liked your sister and you woke up and then you had two of the same one. It would be no, that would be weird. Yep, you're right. That <laughs> would just that would just be weird. Yeah, there would. It's like as soon as it hit me that it's like, but they're they're the same. I'm like, oh right. Oh, this kind of sucks now because <laughs> it's not just that they're twins. It's that they are identical, like yep. in mannerisms and shit. Like, I ain't about that, actually. <laughs> so, uh, Diane and Cancer are... Dan is with Cancer and Moran. They're um, inside the satellite, and they find the control room of the mistletoe. Uh, they comment how, like, oh, it's cool here. There's trees, and there's also a huge swarm it's of bees. filled with bees. Yeah, I don't know why there's so many bees. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she mind, mentions though. Like, people are here, and they're like, that's cool. All right. Yeah, she mentions at some point, she's like, yeah, you actually need a lot of insects for plants to grow, which isn't, like, entirely true. Like, I mean, it, like, it's a good, efficient solution, I guess, Mm -hmm. but, like, also, you could... You can replace insects. You can make (laughs) machines to do that stuff. It's it's fine. If you can make a Gundam, you can make a bee. 
Right? Yeah, we don't. You know <laughs> what? Be. Maybe one of the here's one of the things I'm thinking. One of the big advantages of going to space and going to the moon: no fucking spiders. Oh, I'm hell all about yeah. it. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No fucking scorpions on the moon. Fuck off. Well, there's no oh, spiders yeah, until absolutely. someone brings some fruit flies, and then of course you got to kill the fruit flies with spiders, right. and the spiders need the bats, and then you got to kill the bats with just some plague or something. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that analogy. Um, Complicated ecosystems. On the moon. Diana is talking about Cancer's ancestors, uh, how they were responsible. I don't know what that matters. They start playing with the computer. They see one of uh, the Maharu squad guys coming. His name is Shinkin. Shinkin? Shinkinen. Uh, yeah, he's a minor character in this, so whatever. He finds them and then holds up Diana. He's like, listen, you got to come with me and everything. But Diana turns off the lights and then Cancer just punches him onto his face, on his back. Cancer so. whips ass in these episodes, by the yep. way, in case it's not clear by the end of this. Yeah, just fucking... decides decks him when he has a gun pointed at her. Yeah, so uh, they steal his gun, they go back to their flat and they find that his Maharus are with them so they take that, both of them, and they leave. Free Mac. Uh, yeah. They go outside and they find that the rest of the Maharu squad is there, so they have kind of a quick gun battle. Uh, Diana wants to tell them to stop, but Moran's like, listen, they're not going to listen to anything you say because Jim wants you dead. Yeah, like, the thing is, like, Diana's just like, hey, could we uh, maybe negotiate? And they're like, no, because their end goal is you need to be dead. There's no, we can't like make you a little dead. <laughs> like, yeah, but what if we move to the center on this? What if I was a little dead? Mm-hmm. Just mostly <laughs> dead. Partly dead. It's fine. She's not what if I retire dead. to an? What if I retire to a far off asteroid with Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they uh, wander into Lauren. Sochi, Diana, like, says, oh, hey, they're my friends. Let's team up. Uh, Moran's confused by the white doll, says that that's the evil Gundam. Diana says, like, hey, mobile suits are a tool. It. Depends on how they use them. Guns can be good, too. There's uh, a lot of that in these episodes. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, we need to escape the mistletoe because they know we're in here. Um, we go to the gold sumo with Harry and Keyhill there. If you remember, uh, Harry punched Keyhill out and stole her from the Wilgham last episode. Um, he explains that he needs Keyhill to act as Diana in order to take down Agrippa and that like Jim is going to prevent us from going to see Agrippa so he's a bad guy. Keyhill asks if she's worthy of playing the double to Diana because again she has some like inferiority thing going on. This kind of segues into a love scene. She says that she loves Harry. Uh, Harry is like, listen, I'm a royal guard. I can only hold the queen in my heart. And she's like, well... You know, if you say you love me, I'll do whatever you want, including assassinating Agrippa. Dude, just fucking say it. I will do whatever. Yeah, she just wants to hear the words. And uh, he's like, listen, you're free to smack me if you want, but you need to be Diane's shield. And she's like, okay, fine. I'll try loving you as best I can. And so they kiss. It's yeah! kind of like... Called it! Woo! Yeah. Harry doesn't seem like he's too into it. Like, he, he's, a, he's just about his job more than anything else. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, we see a montage of the Wilgham docking with the mistletoe. Um it's kind of funny because they're trying to get this giant spaceship in this very narrow hallway and so they're constantly like, concerned they're about to like crash into things but they send they're gonna uh, have to leave their insurance everywhere if they keep bumping into things <laughs> we got a new paint scheme after this they send uh, Mishi out in a wad to look around um, hey can I just say real quick God bless whoever named these suits wads because it makes reading these notes just the best just <laughs> it's like, yeah they send Mishi out in some fucking wad <laughs> you know just go hey well, get out there in some go hey wad get the, out there the militia calls it the armadillo so I could call it that if you want no I prefer no, the wad perfect. Okay. I rather prefer wad yes <laughs> um, so outside we see uh, Jim's flagship which is called the Espite um 
Swetson is outside of it and he's getting super antsy. He wants to kill people with blood murder. Uh, one of the squad mates tells him, like, listen, we got to wait because if we wait, then Operation E Minor may start. And Swetson's like, oh, cool. I want to do that thing, that murder thing. And so that's it. That involves murder. Yeah. Uh, inside the Yuma, ship. Yuma can't wait to do crime. <laughs> like, that's basically what this yeah. guy is. He's more he's angry just... about it, though. Like, he really like... wants to do a murder. Yeah, imagine if there was, like, a tuba playing, but there was also, like, war drums behind it. That's kind of this guy. War tuba. <laughs> war tuba. That's this mother... This war tuba motherfucker. <laughs> Man, can we get, like... We should bring fucking... God. Oh, never mind. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, inside the ship, uh, Harry and Keyhill, who, again, is pretending to be Diana, uh, they get out of their sumo. Uh they're about to go up and meet Jim, but uh, Maymay is there, and he's telling Jim, oh, listen, that's Keyhole. That's the Earth girl. She's going to pretend to be Diana. Don't fall for it. Which is kind so, of really funny, because he's never actually met Keyhole. Yep. <laughs> no, but like he knows the whole gig is up, and he's like figured out where everybody is now, so it makes sense. For now. Yeah. He, he uh, greets Harry, uh, and Harry's like, listen, i got to borrow a ship so we can get Diana to the moon. Uh, Jim's like, listen, I'm going to go blow up the militia. And Harry's like, that's not important. We need to get to the moon first. But Jim says, hey, uh, these Earth people are using their doppelganger and in the same things in the Queen's name. we got to blow up the imposters. And so, like, Jim's really gun ho about blowing up mistletoe. And he feels like, he says something to the effect of, like, oh, wow, both people on Earth and people in space have been consumed by their battle instincts. Why is everybody so bloodthirsty? And so, yeah, Jim takes war. offense to this, and he says, like, I'm from a long line of soldiers. That's all I know. That's what I'm going to do. And I would take over Earth in a day if it was me. We've been training for 300 years. Wait, there was no battles in those 300 years. Mm-hmm. What? Training. You've been just training for 300 years. I've been years. in the lab yes. for 300 years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about I have to never go to gone into locals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they are a glorified royal guard that has never seen a single day of combat. Yeah. Mm. They're so, still in the, I can't wait to battle. It's going to be cool and good, and I'm going to prove how strong I am phase of their life, and not the, oh, I saw my fiance get blown up by a fucking nuke point blank. Do <laughs> <laughs> you ever think about how that nuke hit a point blank? How oh. fucked up is that? How At least he died quick. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> a lot of people have a bad time when a nuke goes off. That's known. That's factual. <laughs> but I feel like getting hit point blank by a nuke has to be like an extra layer of just like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> like, it's just that like, kind of day. Like, like, it's one of those things of like anywhere else and you're like, maybe there's a chance I get out of here. The nuke just hits you in the chest and you're like, word. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'd rather get hit by a nuke point blank than from like a mile away. So you probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I had the choice. Yeah. So uh, Shikin is wondering what he's going to do without a suit. Remember, he was knocked out earlier. So he was kind of walking around mistletoe when he runs into Mishi, who's in her wad. Uh, Mishi just beats him up, which is kind of funny. <laughs> he like jumps right up and is like, are you on the maintenance crew? And then the scene just ends and she basically arrests him. Yeah, she him. just like screams and throws him into the wall. <laughs> but uh, she captures him and returns to the uh, Wilgem with him. Um, back on the Aspite, Harry is telling Key Hill to wait in a room. Um, there's a really weird conversation where she asks him if, like, if I'm going to die, please let it be in your arms. And he's like, no. And then he's like, I might die first, so I can't promise you that. And she's like, okay, no well, if guarantees. you die, then can you die in my arms? She's got, like, yeah, a weird... I'll, 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 I'll carry you to a cool place if you die. She's, she, like, she's, she's turning like, extremely oh, oh, okay. goth teenager here. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one set of footprints. Anyway. Um, 
<laughs> Jim shows up and he's like, hey, Harry, you got to come watch our Marvelous fight. This is our first fucking time at Locals. We're going to go straight to Winner's Finals. And so uh, he go, they go up to the command center and tell Swetson that E-Miners go, like their stupid plan. So Swetson is very happy about that. Um, back inside the asteroid, the five idiots are looking for a way out. Uh, they eventually get in contact with the Wolgim, and Diana apologizes for sending out the SOS and getting them all into trouble. But Quinn's like, listen, it's cool. We need yeah, you. Yeah, fuck it. Um, yeah. Mishi brings that Shikensen guy to the bridge. Um, I think Michael asked him for his unit position. It was Yanni that did it. And, yeah. like, the guy just gives you, like, his rank and serial number, whatever. Yanni thinks he's being cocky. But, like, he knocks Yanni over and steals his gun because Yanni's incompetent at everything he does. Yeah. Sounds about right. He's yeah. an idiot. He starts, like, saying that, like, it was dishonored that you stole my mobile suit and captured me. Now I must take my own life. And so he tries to pull the gun on himself. But Yanni, like, shoulder tackles him to the ground. And the first good real... thing he's done in quite a while. Yeah. No, I mean, he Aside threw himself in a barrel and saw someone to Good and good relative. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, there is another mention of using wine barrels as a protection from the yes, vacuum that in space <laughs> in these episodes, which is very good. I love... I love how they're almost getting it. <laughs> Sometimes. They need to use like, all available resources. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so... um. Mishi says that, like, we can't use the port, and then suddenly around them all the hatches start closing to trap them in, and they're like, okay, we really need to get out of here now. Uh, outside, Swetson is starting his E-minor thing, which is really just a fancy code word for blowing up the asteroid. Um, Harry and Jim are watching this, and Jim's getting all cocky about him wanting to kill the Earthlings. There's a montage of all the suits escaping, uh, and the mistletoe being destroyed. Uh, Lauren is trying to contact the Wilgum, but he can't because there's, like, too much debris and explosions and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut back to and Jim. Then... <laughs> He's drinking tea out of like a teacup, but it's covered in the top, and there's a sippy straw. Because I mean, they're in zero yeah. G. It makes sense. Zero G T, baby. Yeah. But it's, it's yeah. a space teacup, and it looks <laughs> it looks almost like if uh, it was raining, and Mugman wanted to protect the contents <laughs> or cup either of these characters. And just imagine that. That's what he's drinking out of, and it. Oh man, it looks like it's a cup for a baby. You can tell it he is. It looks like a, cool like a kid's too. key set. Yeah, and it's yeah. really funny too because like this guy's supposed to be like the evil antagonist who's war hungry, and he's just drinking out of a sippy teacup. So yep. Um, yeah, so he's saying he's been waiting three thousand years to have a war. I'm love war, and Harry's like, yeah, sure, dude, whatever. We got to ship by. Um, the last thing well, of this is head out now. Keyhill is watching the mistletoe being destroyed on her monitor in her room, and she thinks that Diane is maybe dead, and she feels guilty for doing the whole switcheroo thing yet again. That's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Everyone's Sur- fine. <clears throat> Survivor guilt happens very fast when you're already getting ready to mourn your dead husband who is still alive. <laughs> you're still <laughs> like, oh, I can't believe Harry's dead. I'm literally here. No, oh, I can't believe it. Like, that's basically <laughs> where Keyhill's at. Yep. <laughs> So, episode 39, uh, we get a new opening, uh, Century Color. Million Uh, Color. Yeah, this is the one that has a uh, bunch of freeze frames of uh, different Gundams flying past. And yeah, I caught... It's kind of hard to tell because it's like at goofy angles and shit. But there's like a couple from Wing. Uh, There's like, uh, Kuvo, which ones are there? Feel free. Oh, uh, of the ones that I could see, there was a couple different ones from Wing. Uh, There was the Alex from 0080. There was the uh, Titler RX-79 from the original mobile suit. There was the V2 from Victory. ZZ and Zeta are both there. The ground type from 
uh, 8MS team. There's a bunch of different ones. It's probably and unfortunately, so is the heavy arms. You did skip one. You did skip one that's very important that's yes, in the there. Yes, the heavy arms is there. The heavy arms. <laughs> like and twice. not only is the heavy arms there, the heavy <laughs> arms is one of the few of them that it's not tilted in a way that's hard to see at all. It is dead-ass straightforward, and the two stupid chest guns are open and spinning, and it looks... My one move. But I do like that it, it, it's kind of like to a certain extent being like, oh, you think the mustache Gundam is goofy. You think the fact that we put a pig Bro. in a Gundam is fucking stupid. Well, look at this shit, idiot. <laughs> like, it's very good. Uh, yeah. They also, uh, the animators had a lot of fun uh, animating uh, Diana and Keel's hair drills in particular. Oh, yeah. uh, they just have her spin around a lot <laughs> in these. So just a lot of a lot of fun times. Uh, yeah, and they show like more of Keel and Diana uh, merging and splitting and all that because they really need to make sure they get it. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, it like looks like they're going for a high five for like so long, <laughs> and then they miss my like feet. They just slide through each other. <laughs> high fives are tough in space. Mm. Too slow. Oh no! <laughs> and then they fly off. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, they also show, uh, some other suits, uh, the, just some white doll with the yeah, butterfly wings and shit. Uh, and then we cut to the episode, uh, this is the asteroids explosion. Um, it shows, uh, shots of the mistletoe, the asteroid with all the garden and stuff is like breaking apart into different pieces. Uh, the Wildrum, uh, manages to just use the cannons to kind of carve their way out the best they can. Um, Wind loves they're it. all... At this point, everyone is, like, split up, and everyone's trying to find each other, and I'll just say now, everyone has a moment of, where's the other group? Oh, there's too much shit in the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... Yeah, it's like half yeah, this like, episode. The half of this episode is, we're all split up, where's everybody? Not too much shit in the way. <laughs> um, so, uh, Laura and Sochi, uh, Cancer, Diana, and Mirren uh, all escaped. They're looking for the Wiljum. Uh... <laughs> Sweat Sun finds them. Uh, there is no belly tackle in this scene, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> just a Mahiru tackle. Yeah, he just starts yelling basically that he's going to attack because as soon as he gets a chance to attack, he's Poe Jr. Is what it yep. is. Like he's just he's just Poe adjacent. What if what if Poe was a member of the militia? Is basically what this character is. He's dumb <laughs> as hell. What if Poe but dumber? <laughs> you didn't think God. it could happen. You didn't think they could go worse than Poe, but uh, they did. They managed it. Maybe they did send their best and brightest down to the earth, down to Earth. <laughs> oh Jesus, you're right. Oh shit. And oh, then, uh, yeah. So we got back to Cancer uh, in one of uh, a suit that she mentions at some point. She didn't have a lot of practice in. Still, it's one of the. Uh, it's one of the um, Maroos, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and like Lauren just kind of passively is like, wow, she's way better than when she's on earth. I wonder if, you know, the, I guess space people have some experience doing that. Like, oh, maybe this dipshit's actually good up here. Um, <clears throat> then he feels bad at some point cause he shoots down like a, another, uh, another rubble suit feels a little guilty about it. Um, then, uh, Jim, that's right. Big, big, big Jim <laughs> is again sitting on the ship. God, I can't get over the fact that his name, it's, 
it's fucked up because we talk about the notes and stuff and occasionally there are typos and it fucks me up every time that Jim being spelled G-Y-M is correct and not a typo. Every time I have to remind myself that like fucking Jim Jimerson, the buff man, is in fact named after a gymnasium and it fucks me up so bad. Gundam names are their own thing. They're so good. Yeah, Quattro Pagina, Jim Jimerson lived in it. Oh God, okay. You haven't seen one of the best ones that hasn't shown up yet. No, one of the last characters to get introduced in the series has a really stupid name. It's better Good. than a Grippa maintainer. Oh, Fuck. maybe. <laughs> uh, well, Jim is uh, back on the ship and he says, like, oh, those shops should have missed. And Harry basically, he's just like, you have you have no experience. You've literally never gone to a major at all. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, you never would have dodged yeah. those. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right, man. Like, he's always hit online when I have right? 10 frames of lag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. Oh, no one can block the universal overhead. Yeah, <laughs> so so uh, the bridge crew is like basically confused. They're just like, "Why did we just get blown up? Are we wait? Are we shitty at this?" Is kind of the realization that washes over the crew. Um, Lily uh, starts telling people like, "This is a naval battle," and Jacob, uh, you know, the, the space goofuses uh, don't know what that is because the there's fuck is the sea. Yeah, yeah, she was saying like it was a battle in the water? Atlantic, and Jake was like, I don't know what that is, because I've only been on the moon for my entire life. We don't have oceans there. Um. Uh, they <laughs> fire back at the main... What? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so, uh, Jim uh, kind of thinks he, he he's like, oh, I'm starting to understand what's going on, and Harry's just like, God, this guy's such an idiot. Like He's still treating everything like a game, like he's not really considering anything seriously, like he's just a complete dumbass. Uh, the Wilson gets a call, uh, from a meme asking what they're doing up there. Uh, Gwyn just asks right away. He's just like, hey, so is it like standard operating procedure to just, uh, try and, uh, kill everybody right away and like, uh, Gwyn catch us going in. Nets and shit. Yeah. He's just kind of like, hey, uh, what the fuck is hospitality anyway? Hey, motherfucker. <laughs> like, <it's>, uh, <laughs> we were nice to you good. on earth, not attacking you for, you know, multiple hours at a time. <laughs> Yeah, Lily, Lily, and Gwyn go in on people for not having manners quite a few times. <laughs> these episodes. Um, so uh, Jim relays their parlay to uh, a grip maintainer. Uh, thinks they'll be uh, they'll be time to like fight them later. Uh, the uh, spite bridge uh, guys notice the mistletoe debris is going straight towards a city on the moon because, of course, it was. So it turns <laughs> out this whole operation was. Um, was very ill-conceived and is probably going to kill hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, it's also yeah. funny too because like they blow it up and they're like, "Oh, that was really awesome." And then like one guy on the bridge is like, "Is this good?" <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant Party I mean, Pooper yeah. over there. Yeah. And to be uh, a thing I should probably clarify, and I think um, I want to say Lauren mentions it later, uh, the mistletoe is specifically being hung between the gravity of Earth and the moon. Like, it is very carefully balanced to be held by the gravitational forces, meaning blowing it up <laughs> and having a bunch of explosions go off, I don't know, maybe would yeah. It sounds like it's at like up the a L1 Lagrange point, so... Yeah. Whoops. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, oh, that, yeah, it was actually right here. Yeah. Cause Cancer gets back into the Diana shuttle. Uh, they also know the mistletoe is going to hit Von City. So she kind of, yeah, like at this point, uh, Lawrence, like, oh, no, it got knocked out of the gravitational pull between the two of them. So it's going to start flying towards the moon and it's going to crash into it. And so she's like, well, it's not really going that way. Why would it curve? And Lawrence is like, I can't, 
I can't do fit. I can't teach you physics, right? That there are 200,000 people. I'm going to need stake, a whiteboard not... in like three hours of your time. You got to, you got to Oh wait. my God. Can we, can we do this later? Yeah. Like just trust so me right now. So she's that kid in the car going, why? And you're like, because of this. Why? No, I don't, and, I don't have time. Don't, don't get have me time. wrong. Like, I think there is a certain value of someone who doesn't maybe have, you know, a knowledge of physics being like, oh, wow, physics. Yeah, actually, holy shit. I mean, orbital dynamics are complicated and like counterintuitive to what you would think on Earth a lot of the time. Yep. Yeah. So like, there's things you should know about that. Um, but... Not right now. Time and place. Yeah, time and place. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, it's kind of uh, funny thinking about that as an aside. Like, it, in certain things in Gundam, like, it doesn't make sense. For example, Gundam Wing. At the end of the series, the spaceship's falling towards, or, or not, not, it's falling towards Earth, like, and they wanted to push it out of the way. Like, this happens, for example, in Charles Counterattack. At the end of Charles Counterattack, the big asteroid's going towards Earth. And, like, they're thinking, oh, if we get all the mobile suits, we can just push it out of the way so it doesn't hit Earth. But they, like, push it against it falling to Earth when really you would want to accelerate it kind of the way it's going to make it, like, fly past Earth. Like, continue on. In terms some kind of slingshot maneuver? Like, well, just fire prograde to your orbital rotation. Not, like, 90 degrees. Slingshot maneuver? Sure. No, sure. you see, it's going towards Earth, so you need to push it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish it, oh, you shit, pushing man. things towards the earth to not hit the That doesn't make sense. No. It's because they're cowards. They're just trying to defend <laughs> the They're just trying to defend the earth instead of trying to fuck up Neptune, which is something we should have been working on years ago. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying is slingshot maneuver. Fuck the rest of space. Uh, fuck you, Earth's gonna get ours. <laughs> like yeah. you deal with it. <laughs> so <laughs> um so back on the ass fight uh jim kind of like explains uh the situation to keel yo want to uh, see two hundred thousand people die yeah <laughs> and so she kind of asks like more things and he's like well i'm not gonna tell you you're just some random earth girl uh then you know keel's like well we do we do have to do something like that is the the, the moon that's where we're from uh, and he's just like, well, we don't have any firepower, even if every mega particle cannon we had fired he's at. He's a big liar, by the way, about that. But uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, he but says yeah, like after then... the scene, yeah, he's like, oh, well, I can do something about it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he like creeps with her hair a bit because he read the note tie. Himself, but, uh-huh. <laughs> <sighs> he does a Biden with her hair, which <laughs> okay, is correct. <laughs> it's the thing Joe Biden. It's creepy. And yeah. He probably don't do smelled that. it too. Don't do, don't do, hey, hair is part of person. Don't touch people if they ain't into it. And that includes hair. Hey, that's part of them. Stop <laughs> it. All right. <laughs> so, uh, she gets disgusted, which is fair, and tries to fucking slap him, which he deserves. Uh, he insinuates immediately, uh, she's not Diana, she's Keel. And, you know, she's just like, so what? So what if I'm Keel? He's like, well, then, you know, Diana Counter would have been led by a, a random earth woman, or just some commoner. Uh, and then he that starts kind of creeping on her even, yeah, he starts creeping on her more, touching her face. And, uh, then she just kind of goes like, eh, well, going to be that way. And, uh, pulls his fucking katana out. Like she draws his katana, uh, and goes to hit him with it. And he's just kind of like, whoa, wait, actually, this is kind of spicy. <laughs> Jim's a huge fucking creep in this entire scene. Yep. Like he's just At every second. Yeah, yeah, he never turns it off. Like, even when a sword gets drawn on him, he's like, wait, I could be creepier here. That's kind of <laughs> he hot, actually. I'm into the kinky <sighs> stuff. God damn it. Yeah. 
So then Harry uh, bursts the door down uh, and kind of grabs Keel and is just like, no, 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 no swords. <laughs> no swords. <laughs> like, basically just opens the door and says, what do you have? A knife! No! He <laughs> 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 Um... And then, yeah, uh, Jim's just like, oh, she was just looking at my cool sword, just enjoying it. It's fine. I'll try and find something out to this. Uh, and he walks out with Harry, uh, tells a guy to prepare the X-top, which controls the, X-top. and I am, the, the Kalis Guile system or something. Yeah, I have so no idea what. This is interesting to me. I watched Turn A before I ever watched Victory, and this is a huge plot point in Victory. The Kalis oh, Guile really? system. Yeah. And so, like, the first oh, wow. time I never caught that connection, now I do. And now I'm wondering where he was lying before saying that all the microparticle cannons could never stop this asteroid, because that's not true. Mm. But, oh, especially with the with that control system or yeah. whatever? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, and then uh, Maru squad is uh, still trying to kill Diana out there, because, of course, they are. That's all they do. Um, they're trying to figure out how to stop the uh, debris. Lauren remembers... Oh, I have nukes. I still have nukes. Right. Did not fly into space with pigs in my chest. Do still have those bombs. <laughs> Imagine if he did, though. God. Opens it up, he fires opens it up, pig and there's the pig There's just a... <laughs> it's that Simpsons thing with a pig with a mouth. <laughs> he, he just fucking grabs a frozen cow out of his chest, throws it, and it just shatters across the asteroid. Well, I've tried. Oops, wrong missile port. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit, we left one in there, huh? Oh, beans. <laughs> oh, God. oh, that's okay. why my Gundam's been smelling this whole time. <laughs> On the plus side, who wants burgers? <laughs> and so uh, Lauren just remembers, oh, sick, I, you know, I have nukes, I can use these here. This is actually a time for them to be valuable. Uh, almost as if using, you know, weapons of mass destruction for the, you know, and instead using them for good as some kind of theme of the, I don't know. Weird. It just keeps um, happening. So, Cancer and Mirren, uh, mentioned just like, hey, we're gonna hold these Marus back. Sochi, Diana, get the hell out of here. Lauren, go do your crazy nuke stuff. Uh, uh, one of the, uh, yeah, a mobile suit head flies out of the Aspite, and that is the X-top they were talking about. And yeah, yeah it's clearly like... It looks like kind of like a Gundam head, kind of like a Zaku head. Like it's like a weird. It looks closer mix to the Sumer heads in design, but yeah, it's definitely like a head of a mobile suit that just flies out. Yeah, you can tell it's some kind of mobile suit for sure. Yeah, um, and another Maru uh, carries it towards the debris. Uh, there is a montage of Cancer fighting Sweat Sun. Um, Loran gets far enough away, makes a broadcast about, "Hey, I have a flaming sword that can burn the heavens, and you should fuck off if you don't want to die from the heat and radiation." And like. Everyone's just like, because now we're in space, and it's mostly people who understand technology. Like, everyone's like, oh, fuck the nukes. Like, right (laughs) away. Oh, the nukes. Yeah, it's pretty funny how, like, Lauren tries to be metaphorical. And it's like, (laughs) no, no, it's cool. We're in space. You can just say nukes, my guy. You can say nukes up here. You can say nukes on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, uh, Jim's confused. Uh, Harry immediately is like, it's nukes. <laughs> the people in the Wildrum know it's nukes. Mean Jim also doesn't really understand metaphor. Yeah. yeah. He's a warrior poet, yeah, so, but without that second part. Without the poet. <laughs> yeah. Basically, everyone at the same time has a moment of, wait, what? Oh, f- fuck. And, like, we need to go. We gotta go, <laughs> like, right away. Uh, Lauren is getting ready to throw the nukes. Uh, sees the X-Top, the Maru, and the Gold Sumo. 
And he's like, oh, fuck, I can't blow up Harry. That would be awful. Uh, and then it's <clears throat> like a bunch of like crosshatched laser grid X's start appearing on the suit. Um, and then Jim does the most confusing. Yeah, it, it's a very liquid snake yelling thing about how they're brother suits. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he's like, yeah, you're the turn A to my turn X. And yeah, like, hey, you know, Lauren asked about Diana. Uh, Jim says, yeah, we have her. She's a guest right now. Uh, Can I get Lauren, uh, then, you're the turn A to my turn X on a Hallmark card? <laughs> I want to get one of those like interlocking heart lockets that are like half each. And this is turn A and turn X on either side. And you put them together and make a single heart. And once again, Gundam turn A has successfully introduced... Another piece of technology that they have given us the name of and hinted at a little bit and shown us a smidgen of, but are now going to hide from us for the next at least three episodes. Yep. Yeah. Well, saw the These sons of, of bitches are so good at it. They're just like, hey, hey, you want to see something cool and mysterious that's somehow related to the other cool and mysterious thing? I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. And they're like, all right, sick. See you next week. And I'm like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so then uh, Loran throws the nukes. Uh, perfect spiral. John Elway, good stuff. Beautiful. Good, he good fucking throw. football throws pass. them. I, I yeah, wonder like, whoever made, made the turn A just like, watched like, hundreds and hundreds of hours of football and just put it through a neural net in order to get the motions just right for the turn A to throw those spirals. Yeah. <laughs> the Dan Marino. <laughs> the only problem is whenever it runs the Brett Favre simulation, it just starts crying after it throws three passes. <laughs> 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 Uh, so, uh, then, yeah, Lauren, Lauren <laughs> <throws> the- <laughs> uh, so, uh, they blow up, they immediately destroy the asteroid, like, it, it, like, vaporizes the damn thing. Um, the White Doll and the X-Top both use a barrier to, dis- you know, prevent getting destroyed. Uh, Sletson and Cancer get caught up in the blast pretty bad, and they're kind of like, oh, we're gonna maybe make it through this. Uh, Soji sees the explosion and has PTSD, which is... That's fair. Fair. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's fair. Uh, The point-blank nuke to the chest of fiancé, that's fair. You're allowed to get... You are very much allowed to have an emotional reaction to seeing another nuclear blast. I think that's fair. I'm not going to judge anyone for that. Uh, I will say I do like that the nuclear explosion is a sphere because they're in space. In space, yeah, Very makes good. sense. Yep, makes sense. Yeah. They did do. Um, they did still do the explosion sound effect though, which kind of made me sad. But you know, no, it's enough. It's, it's that. Gotta give it weight. It's that much. It's that. They actually powerful. explain in one of the other Gundam series. I think it may have been Zeta that, like, even though there's no sound in space, the suits play explosion sound effects to make it <laughs> for humans. So, I mean, like, it makes sense for a reaction standpoint. It was, it was like, explosion dot flak then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, if you hear an explosion behind you in your cockpit, you can know something's behind you auditorily without seeing it. You know, it makes sense, but... Right. God, and the worst part is, as someone who's, like, seen how a lot of that technology works, like the simulations and stuff and the actual military application ones, it would literally be one sound file for oh, every yeah. explosion. Yep. Oh, my God. That's what explosions really sound like. Bad. Like, it would just be like... I'm kind of surprised that the uh, Turnate doesn't have the whoop, whoop, pull up thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should have a reverse beep. uh yeah so diana and sochi are getting ready to land on the moon they also see the white doll on the scanner flying towards the moon uh diana is like kind of worried about cancer and miron uh but it turns out who fucking cares because cancer and miron are fine and having a great time they get into the damaged flat 
Uh, and they just mentioned immediately, they're like, oh, it's pretty cozy in here. Oh, there's a good amount of space. Yeah, fuck it. And, uh, hey, Miron, do you have any, uh, you got any dumplings in sake? And they somehow then, smuggled uh, dumplings up from Earth, like, perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, like... And, like, they're, like, steaming, piled up, like, fucking Ferrer Rochers. <laughs> like, it's amazing. <laughs> and it just, he just holds my hand. just like, yeah, word, of course I got that. And she just cracks the thing. She's like, fuck yeah, party. Party down, baby. It's we wouldn't so be good. the red team if we couldn't smuggle dumplings and booze into space. Yeah, it's, it's weird, too, because they're just having a great time. But, like, both of their suits are kind of screwed up. And they're just floating towards Earth. Yep. So they're yeah. just free. They're in free fall at this point. Yeah, you get, like, comes up after the celebration count to a shot of their really damaged uh, mobile suits just floating towards the Earth. And you're like, oh, they're fucked. <laughs> oh, oh, they're, oh. oh, they're, oh, they're going to die. They're having oh. the best time. I mean, until one of them realizes they have to go to the bathroom because there's... Not a lot of hope they can do up Also you, true. You, who cares? You're in space. No one can see you. Go piss out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Get your space suit on. Piss out the window in space has more logistical problems than I think you're willing to admit. <laughs> the whole boiling aspect, uh, that could be bad. Oh, boy. There's this whole part where... Uh, so, the term is exposing a member, I think, and I think you have to expose them, and that's a, that's a big issue. So, episode 40. Yeah. Title, Exposing a Member. <laughs> the title of this one is actually Whalers on the Moon, they carry or Sea Battle on the Lunar Surface. Uh, so, we start up with a shot of the moon, large with a large building kind of poking up off the lunar surface. Uh, Lauren has Diana and the white doll and Sochi's following along in the copool and they're basically entering this moon base. Uh, they go down like a 45 degree tunnel, which is definitely a workplace hazard and shock and awe. Sochi slips on Moss, uh, fall, the copool falls into the white doll and they all slam down onto the bottom of it. So good job on your entrance. Um... One other really good thing is Soshi is not used to the moon gravity, so she, like, kind of kicks off on the ground and slams her face right into the copule. Yeah, it's really that good. Like, be... it's actually, there's a couple of different animation ticks throughout this where, like, the Earthlings aren't dealing with Earth or moon gravity well, and so, like, they'll try to do something and they'll just overshoot where they're going by, like, six feet. Yep. It's mm -hmm. really good. Um, but they actually manage to get in. They open up a door and enter an indoor ocean canal. A seagull flies by them and some fucking whales basically jump up from the water. So like this whole thing is a giant ocean on the moon. It's okay. They're small whales. They're, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. We don't have any big ones. I think is what Lauren They're said. They're quote hey. small whales. Hey. <laughs> it isn't, hey, it isn't an ocean on the moon. It's an ocean in the moon. And that's very different. And I think True. it's an important distinction. True. Fair but statement. It's, yeah, it, it, it's very much in the moon exclusively. <laughs> At the very least, they kept it as an indoor pool. There's no <laughs> outdoor pools on the moon, which would be fucking hysterical. But <laughs> So Lauren explains that he used to be a riverman and they're actually pretty close to his hometown. Sochi's like, yeah, well then why couldn't, how come we had to rescue you from the river? And he's like, Dude, it was my first time on Earth. The gravity is way different. 
Yeah, I was talking to um, Pat about this when we watched it because uh, it comes up later. Is like how one how would swimming work on the moon? And one of correctly, like it would be harder to dive. Maybe I don't know. How that is an interesting question. You. Yeah. And then like, like also one of the things buoyant? we're going to see next is people are in scuba gear, and so like I was wondering about the decompression tables for that because the oh, pressure yeah. buoyancy isn't of, yeah buoyancy isn't dependent on gravity at all, is it? Yeah, and uh, but the uh, decompression tables would be because the weight of the water would be a six less than on Earth. Mm. Correct. Yeah. Mm. So you'd have to. Ooh. Okay. There'd anyway. be some weird math involved in this. <laughs> yeah. Put it. All right. We're gonna put you in a bell and then descend it really fast. It's fine. <laughs> um. So uh, at this point, a guy in scuba deer who is riding a dolphin pops up out of the water. Uh, he's got shaggy hair and, as Kuva puts it in the notes, Brock eyes, which. Fair That's enough. right, folks. It's Aquaman. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Hammond, and and Lauren recognizes him, and he's like, "Lauren, didn't you go to Earth, dude?" And he's like, "Yeah, dude, I did go to Earth, but I'm I'm back now." And he's like, "Oh, sick, bro." All right then, <laughs> dude. Dude. This guy is Lauren. kind of dumb, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Lauren asks him if he's heard about the Earth War. Uh, and it, and it, about like all the plans to return, and he's like, "No, not really." At which point, another dolphin rider shows up, who's a lady with blue eyes and long brunette hair. Her name is Donna, and she's also really shocked to see Lauren. Uh, so Lauren's meeting his old friends. How fun! And mm-hmm. also, the Moon people don't know about that war thing. Go figure. Uh, cut back to the Wilgum, uh, or actually they're back in space. The Wilgum and the Aspite are transferring supplies since it turns out the Wilgum's kind of running low. Yeah, they didn't uh, bring Gwyn, enough whiskey barrels. <laughs> yeah, they drank it all on the <laughs> way up. Uh, Gwyn's talking to Jim, saying that Borjano is uniting the American territories. So it turns out that he's kind of not necessarily giving up on the dream, but willing to say that he's not the one in power currently. I mean, it's sitting uh, down. You know, a little <laughs> bit. Uh, Jim says that he's a soldier. He's not much for that talking stuff. Uh, says, you should totally talk to Agrippa. And Gwyn's like, well, then can you get me a meeting? And Jim's like, mm, I don't know. It might take a little bit. Clearly just kind of writing ass, them off. Yeah. He's, he's just being a shit because he knows he's kind of the one in charge of this situation. Um, And then Lily basically just like jumps over to him and she's actually pretty comfortable with the zero gravity at this point pops in it's like you know it's real discourteous to make a to make a lady wait uh and he picks her up by her by her heels like lifts her five feet off the ground and he's like you fucking talking shit about me you saying earth people are better than me people and (laughs) basically like he, falls for her bit hook line and sinker yeah like he like almost like straight up deadlifts her from like yes as she stands perfectly straight up and just like looks at her shoe it's a really weird shot she takes it pretty well though yeah. all told it turns out <laughs> nobles dumb all idiots all and it, it's lily kind of holds her own in these episodes because yep. she's willing to be a snippy manipulative little shit and it she's in off. her element she's, yeah she's very good at it yeah the manipulating the nobles she's incredible at it she's so good at it and like <laughs> yeah just immediately when it comes down to like oh everyone else is like tripping and falling all over themselves she's just like dancing around no problems yep. just being dainty yeah <laughs> uh cutting back to the moon canal they cut over to a village nearby 
Uh, a whole bunch of people are trying to get into this one house. Everyone's kind of pressing up against the windows and doors and stuff. Havoc's like, yo, fuck off. Lauren apologizes for bringing their literal moon queen into their house. Um, they make small talk. Havoc's like, wow, you used to be a crybaby. How'd you turn into a war machine? You can't possibly be a robot pilot. And also gets brought up again that, that like nobody knows that there's a war going on on Earth. Go figure. Yeah. Uh, Diana realizes that Agrippa has basically, like, shut out all the moon people's information. They have no idea what's going on. Uh, they do know that Jim's fleet has been on the move a lot more recently, so I guess he just kind of parades around a whole lot. Uh, Diana says that she needs to meet with Agrippa, and at this point, Hammett's door breaks open and everyone falls over into it because they were pressing up against it too hard. It's <laughs> uh, a comedy so... relief scene that's really silly and didn't need to be there. It's fine. Um, cut back to the Aspit where Kiel is on a radio getting a call from a... She realizes that her locket is actually a radio. Yeah, I don't know where she got Harry's that over her. on the other end. Did Harry give it to her, I guess? I, yeah, Probably I guess certainly. this was never really filled in, but we can kind of assume. Um, and he's basically like, yeah, it was, ba- it was Agrippa behind all of this shit. But Harry, who is hiding, like he's holding the radio up, but hiding on the roof of this, or on the ceiling of this spaceship. And yet he realizes that uh, Meme Midgard is spying on him. Hmm. Harry gives chase to him and is like, yo, it's not polite to listen in on other people doing subterfuge. (laughs) Meme pulls a knife on him, but immediately drops it in the gravity because, of course, he's been on Earth for quite a while. Uh, and Harry at this point realizes that he's not necessarily working for Jim. He's really just at it for himself, which makes sense because meme is a commoner and Jim is very clearly super classist about all that. Yeah. They don't like very impressed by Jim, like even a little bit. He like obeys him, but it's clear. He thinks Jim is a giant flaming (laughs) moron. Yep. Um, they do a prisoner exchange, so Shikinen is back with his team, uh, the one that they, that they had on the Wilgum. He returns, son. he returns to Sweatson. Sweatson! <laughs> uh, and they're apparently heading towards the moon because Sweatson, who the scene makes very obvious, is probably about 800-ish pounds legitimately, uh, yeah. says he doesn't like the moon because it has gravity. So, like... I really like how they go from the Earthlings who are used to six times the moon's gravity to someone who's in space so much that like, oh shit, I actually am going to need those Baron Harkonnen weightlifter things he for He does me. look like Baron Harkonnen kind of like lounging in his chair. Yep. He, he's lounging. He's very um, big. So at that point, Shikinen's like, yeah, but you know, it's lighter on the moon than it is. It's worse on Earth if you went there. And Swetson's like, come here, just, just fucking lean in. Nope, nope, further, further. Grabs his neck, pulls him on the ground, and rolls over off the chair on top of him. It's like, not so fucking light now, is it, buddy? It's heavy, it's heavy. <laughs> he just sits on his squad mate. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a pretty good scene. And I really like them doing that with like the weightlessness stuff. Uh, cut back to the Ocean Village. Where everyone's trying to get info on the Wilgum, but they're locked out of their computer. Uh, they start talking about how shit's been going pretty bad. This this Agrippa dude doesn't really know how to run the gas prices. And uh, <laughs> they cut all but two TV stations, apparently. Yeah, it's just Fox News and Fox News too. 
Yeah, Agrippa has clearly uh, taken Diana's absence. I don't like coup. Well, a little gentle cooage. Um, Did a little martial law, a little bit of a little, little alcohol being banned. Yeah, they, pro- they brought a probation for like no reason, but like all the people were really angry about it. I mean, that makes sense, but it just seems like yeah. of the things yeah, to do. The prohibition cool. sucks ass. <laughs> so Dad is basically like, "Oh, I am. When I get home, that man is in so much trouble." Uh, she asks Lauren if they can get to Genganam, which is not. Jim Gingham, which I originally thought. Yes, that is, is the city. city that she came from originally. I think she said in like episode five or six. Yes, it, well, I'm pretty sure it was. It's been brought up before. By the um, way, if they, you haven't put it together, Gingram and Vaughn, the two cities on the moon, are very close to the UCs. Vaughn, Braun, and Granada, the mm, two cities on the moon. But, weird uh, that. Yeah. Uh, so in order to get over there, they're going to need to use the canal, but they can't really white leave the white doll here. Um, so, what is it? They're going to disguise it as a whale, basically? Yeah, they come up with the genius idea of disguising the white doll as a whale to bring it through the canal underwater so they can get past it. Toe to tip. Yeah. That's a whale. Um, they use the elevator to get to another city, which is under the canal. So, like, the, basically, the saltwater canals are up top, uh, and underneath them, there's an entire, like, ecosystem with countryside and a freshwater river they mention. Yeah, as a, this is, like, a weird thing that Pat was really confused about. because So, imagine you have a city underground, and on top of that, you put a glass dome. Then, yep. on top of the glass dome, you put some dirt and fill it with an ocean, with a dome yep. over that. As That's one how does. this is set up. Better so, hope that glass never breaks. Yeah, exactly. It's really though. silly. Um, back in town, they eat octopus skewers, and... You get a sweet montage of them building a giant cloth and dyeing it black. Um, Sochi gets really angry when someone asks if Lauren is... Was it... If she... Yeah, if Lauren's husband, sorry, husband yeah, is her husband. Um, but they finish up the, the black cloth. Uh, Donna asks why they didn't just paint the white doll black. And Lauren's like, then it wouldn't be a white doll. Which... Like that lampshade. We'll take it. Yeah, that's fair, but like, it's still something you could do. <laughs> Just repaint it white afterwards. It's yeah. Um, so they're hey, going to you would send be able Diana. To sell another model kit. You could sell the model <laughs> kit of Ooh, Gundam Turner. That's Turn true. Mm-hmm. Missed whale. opportunity. Whale version. Ooh. Gives me idea. <laughs> <laughs> Turn a whale in parentheses. Um, so they plan to smuggle Diana in a sub, uh, in a sub over the canal. And this sub actually is like, got just a bunch of brooms on the end of it. It looks pretty sweet. I guess it's for cleaning the bottom of the canal. Yeah. I mean, I guess that you would kind of want to keep that good. So you don't get like a red algae situation on the moon and kill every whale. Um, but they enter the water and head out, but alarms immediately go off because I guess that every time that the asshole gingham squad buzzes the tower with their mobile suits, it sets an alarm off in this town. Uh, and it turns out the Mahiru team kind of knew that they were heading this way and they're entering the ocean area, uh, trying to figure out where the white doll and the kapul are. They're... Underwater, trying to get away with uh, pretending to be a whale, as they claim to do, but Sweatsum sees them on the IR and is like, whales aren't that hot, and starts shooting at them. Um, We get Lauren and Sochi defending themselves. Lauren's like, okay, we really can't use all of our missiles because we basically blow up this entire cityscape and kill thousands. And it's worth noting... 
the, so the militia or that the gingham squad does not care nope. yeah sochi really wanted to blow them all up and lauren's like you can't do that and she's like well it's the enemy city i was like it's my home you idiot <laughs> I, I literally lived there yeah uh, so at this point, we cut over to Jim giving Gwen and Lily a flyover of the city. Uh, he says that most of it's underground. They're, they're still up in space, but he can see it. And they're like, you know, it looks kind of barren. It's like, yeah, it's all underground. It's, it's pretty sweet. Um, Jim says, you, I think it's like, you know quite a bit about, uh, moon people. That's a bit weird. And he's like, well, you gotta know stuff and negotiate when you want to negotiate with people. You gotta know these uh, things when you're a king. Exactly. <laughs> Meme comes in, his arms in a sling. Uh, he whispers something over to Jim. Uh, Jim says, tells Gwyn and Lily that his troops have found some traitors. And Gwyn's like, well, could you capture them so that we can execute you? Capture them and deliver them to us. We'll kill them. Just you, make sure you give them to us alive, please. And Jim's like, that's fucking hilarious, dude. Whatever. Yeah, he's just like, we need to kill him by a firing squad, as tra- as is tradition. And he's just like, uh, uh, how about how about I kill, kill them with a firing squad of gun in field? <laughs> <laughs> like, how about a mobile suit firing squad, then? Mm-hmm. Uh, cut back to underwater. Lauren is trying to disable Swetson's suit so that it doesn't blow up and kill all of the everything. Uh, he tries stabbing it, but it, I guess, has a shield that comes up to stop it. Meanwhile, yeah. Donna and Habit decide, fuck it, we gotta do something about this. So they use Aquaman powers to summon a bunch of whales that confuse the fuck out of Swetson. Uh, he loses track of the white doll in the giant pod of whales. The white doll hops out of the water and stabs Swetson while he still thinks that it's actually a whale. So, you know, the camo worked. It did. Can't argue like, with those this results. This entire scene's. I don't understand how these like fit dolphin fisher people, which by the way are kind of silly to begin with, like somehow summon this entire group of whales to do their bidding. It's, Look, when it's, all you do is fish in the ri- in the river canal filled with whales, you're gonna make a few friends. Especially when you consider that all of the fish and whales are probably accounted for and maintained by them. <laughs> so like, it's not really fishing as much as it is maintaining a farm <laughs> like at that point whale there's, farm yeah there's zookeepers um who at eat this point. the animals presumably <laughs> yeah. which is fuck see now there's a zoo i can get into there <laughs> um so at this point Swetson's suit has been disabled he gets real fucking pissed with the about this but he retreats with his troops because he knows he's been beaten uh, later on, Donna and Hammett thank Lauren for not completely blowing everything up with his giant lasers. And they ask him to escort the queen to, safely, to safety. Uh, back underwater, the sub cleans up the seafloor, and it turns out the entire capital city is down below. So they've arrived at Ganganam. Yeah, we'll this is where you what can see through the seafloor that it used to be glass. Like, it just makes me think, like, that was the original dome for the moon mm-hmm. city, and then they just put dirt on top of it and filled <laughs> well, it Well, what in. if you put a fucking ocean on it? Yeah, like, everybody was thinking... somehow. Yeah, everybody was thinking, like, we need an ocean. We need to go to the beach. Diana Counter, please make us a beach. And she's like, well, we don't have anywhere to put it. She's like, just, just put it up there on top of us. Right there. All that free real estate. The dark the history the mentions glass-bottomed boats that were used for... <laughs> Whales watching. <laughs> <laughs> what if we turned it on them? <laughs> Hell yeah. So uh, episode 41 is titled Determined to Fight. We start with the uh, white doll and the capo going down an elevator. They're on the way to uh, 
Gangnam to see your Grifa. And we also see elsewhere that the Wilgam has docked underground. It has also made it to the capital city, and the militia are uh, stealing some supplies. Immediately yeah. fucking head to a base to steal supplies from it. I mean, sure. These, these guys need more whiskey barrels, I'm telling you. Yep. I'll, I mean, they did fire them off into space with people inside them. <laughs> Uh, suddenly the white doll and the couple like walk past them and they're like, hang on a minute, is that mustache? And uh, yeah, everyone's really happy to see each other. It's like, hey, you're here. And they're like, you're here. Hey. There's a great shot where Mishi in the, in the wad jumps up and hugs the couple and like just jumps He's into like, its arms. Jumps into its arms, little baby. It's <laughs> very cute. <laughs> so uh, Michael then tells Lauren that they're short on supplies, which again, they have been in space, which is why they're stealing them. And he says that Diana's fine. You can steal. It's fine. The queen the queen won't care. It's not stealing if the queen says uh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. So they go to the Wilgen Bridge and uh, everyone's like, ah, oh, are you Diana? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I am. And uh, Bruno and Jacob are super psyched. Because they don't yeah, realize they've actually met her before. Yeah. No one, yeah, like most people are not aware of the switcheroo on Earth still. Yeah. And, uh, or at least Gwyn, the particulars. Yeah, Gwyn asks, what about Keyhill? And they're like, well, obviously she's with Harry. So Harry went to gym, so she's around somewhere. Uh, Lily Lynn pops in saying it's time for the meeting with Agrippa. Diana's like, how did you get one? And Gwen's like, ah, it was all Lily's diplomatic skills. And, Basically uh, sassing Agrippa the entire, or sassing Jim the entire time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Lily says she saw you talk with Agrippa and he was a giant fucking creep. Which, great. So she's more like, <laughs> yeah, she did not like it one bit, but she knows how to manipulate no, idiot noble man. She's basically like Earth nobles, space nobles, same, same shit. All and, uh, nobles Gwyn is apologizes. The same. And then in a really hilarious scene, uh, the white doll pulls this 1920s ass car out of the wheel game. It's got <laughs> Gwyn, Lily, and Diana uh, in it. He puts it on the ground, and then Johnny and Ames... They're, they're sitting in the trunk, basically. Yeah, they're in the back of it. I love how these idiots run out of food on the way to the moon, but for, for whatever reason, Gwyn wanted to bring his goddamn car they to drive the on car. the moon. Yeah. You have to bring your car... Where else are you going to drive your car on the moon? Gotta you keep can't. up experience, appearances. Uh, so they're all going to go to the White Palace uh, for negotiations with Agrippa, and they're going to talk about... Uh, Duke uh, Borjan's real intentions because he wants to like bring all of Ameria together. Yeah. Um, back on the asphalt, Harry is talking to a guard about duty. He's like, "Have you ever done something you don't like for duty?" The guy's like, "Sure." And Harry's like, "All right," and punches him <laughs> in the gut. It's a great scene. <laughs> it really it's sucked, so and you really wouldn't do it unless you absolutely had to. E- yes, sir. <laughs> He's like, yeah, me too. Check it out. I'm going to do it again. What? Blam. This <laughs> in the stomach. It's very um, good. And he mentions that he, he hates that he's having to punch his own people. Yeah. Like, as he's pulling this fool off of his fist. <laughs> like, he's removing this man's guts from his hand. And he's just like, God, I hate doing this. <laughs> like, it's the pits. <laughs> and then he, uh, yeah, he tells Kihil it's time to go. 
Uh, over at Sweatson, who is shadow boxing and is extremely mad he is not being allowed to kill people. Turns out when you go O2 in your first week at the local, it doesn't <laughs> do good things to you. Yeah, he, he talks about how uh, his DNA is boiling mad. Yeah, he has um, this weird thing about like talking about his DNA. Like he's, his family apparently was proud warriors and because he's not fighting people, he's dealing like dishonor to his family i don't know how he brings dna into that but yeah it's like how your blood boils but he's going even deeper it's kind of like how corin was mad at the sight of the white doll like like swetson is getting pretty mad at any sight of the white little doll. worked up bro so he decides to just go and fuck shit up because he's an idiot because once again every moon military is in completely impossible to keep all of their shit together. Yeah, there's no order or chain of command. Nope. <laughs> no, they just do whatever they want. Um, we get the car on the way to the palace, and they're now being escorted by a bunch of electric police cars. Um, and Johnny's like, how do they work? And Amy's like, shh, don't, don't, they'll think we're idiots. Shut up. Pretend. <laughs> Act like you've been there, dude. <laughs> Has Earth created the electric motor there yet? I mean, they had electric trolley cars in the first couple uh, episodes, so I'm assuming they figured that technology out. Well, they, they... The militia might not know how it works, though. Well, they also do like mention they're like the designs are so smooth. <laughs> like, yeah, so they, they talk about how sleek everything is. That's true. Very sleek and few, it, it's like uh, it's like a Apple Store in here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is yet, but it's like that everywhere. <laughs> So they see the palace up ahead, and Janice like, ah, oh, that's my home. And Lily asks if she'd actually plan on returning uh, to the moon, and, and Diana kind of backpedals a little bit and says, well, it is my home. It was my home. I did live here. When they arrive at the palace, Diana's super mad that a group of maintainer has put his uh, symbol everywhere. The family crest, has been, he's basically like, got a brand, has stamped everything with his brand, yeah. She is not happy about that. Uh, back at the will game, the Maharu have fucking shown up and they start attacking because of course. Um, so the militia come out and start defending it and Lauren is really mad that Ames and Johnny are always away when the fighting starts. We yeah, will the- see who they got to pilot the other Zaku. It's kind of funny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael says, right, we gotta get the ship out of here. We're, we're a sitting duck. We can't really fire back at them and they're firing at us. Um, Bruno's like, let's use the city as cover because surely Swenson <laughs> won't shoot in the city. Yeah. Wah, wah. I mean, like, the Sweats plan makes won't. sense. Oh, it's a you... reasonable thing. Oh, absolutely. If, they, if it wasn't but... Swetson, if it wasn't Swetson, they'd be like, oh, well, we can't shoot in our own city. But unfortunately for them, it mm-hmm. is Swetson. Swetson. Yeah. It is, in fact, Swetson. Yeah, it is despite everything. Still sweats on. <laughs> so at the palace, uh, yes, they use the Jetsons sidewalk. Just I called it that while we were yes, watching it. When we were watching it, that's what Vic is called. Oh, they got to move in sidewalk. They want to walk It's still silly too because it's one six gravity, so you can just kind of like skip your way there. But no, just got to get the full moving sidewalk going. Hell yeah! These people are rich. Yes, extremely. <laughs> and as they're going along, there are a bunch of people in the palace who are gossiping. Um, they're like, why would Diana be with the Terrans? Oh, clearly that's a double. She's gained weight. Fuck off. Kind of rude. Very Maybe she rude. just ate a bunch of good earth food down there. And, you know, right? It happens food. when you're on vacation. Maybe she gained muscle mass because she was under six times gravity. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> 
could be any. She could just have heavier bones at this point. <laughs> like, Powerful calf muscles for walking. Yep. <laughs> everybody uses the fucking moving sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the the sidewalk takes him into the throne room, and we see Agrippa, and he's like, "Ah, oh, Lily, you're beautiful." And like, "Oh God, back off, creeper." Um, and he greets Gwen as well. He's a darker-skinned man with slick-back hair, yellow ski... Uh, like, yeah, it's like a ski goggle type they, thing. It's really they're not weird. even like ski goggles. They look like like shooting glasses, like the kinds that people yeah. use for target shooting, those like bright yellow ones. Yeah. It, they're not glasses, too. Like, they're full of goggles. It's, it's hard yeah, to describe. Yeah, they're, they're kind of like what I would wear in the lab... Uh, over my yeah, they're kind of like lab goggles, yeah. Future yeah. tech, baby. Hell yeah, and he's got like a fancy uh, robe on, and he definitely, definitely seems high strung, as said in the notes. Um, she's He's then like, who is this other one? And Gwen's like, ah, that is my secretary, Keyhill. As as you notice, she looks like Diana. Back um, on Earth, we did the exact same shit when we saw your queen. Yeah, Gwen immediately lampshades that uh, Diana, who is now pretending to be Keyhill here, is like, yeah, they're the same. It's cool. We were confused about that. And uh, Diana mentions that she's had to endure hardships because of the appearance similarity. As Key, like she's saying that Keyhill has had to endure hardships. It's I look like your queen. It's weird, isn't it? We're back on some confusing territory. I love now. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Agrippa starts creeping on Lily again, and she um, she very deliberately hops on. There's like a checkerboard floor, uh, a chessboard floor, and she deliberately hops on the black ones. To get up to the throne, uh, Gwyn steps forward. He steps on the white one, falls in a trap. Um, Oops, Seen over. <laughs> Moving on to the will game. Yeah, like this is really like I was talking to Pat about this. It's like that after Diana leave, the group of like you know we should really have some trap doors in the throne room and just put those in. <laughs> Probably. Agrippa kind of seems like the type. Yeah. Uh, he, he doesn't seem like a mastermind evil genius so much Weird. as a bit of a dork. Agrippa looks more like he would be uh, on a public television station at 2 a.m. trying to sell you tax loopholes to get more money from the government. Like He's yeah. like yep. that looking ass, you know? <laughs> See, the Wilgrim is flying, and we're still attacking, and they're like, shit, uh, let's go to the palace. Maybe they won't shoot at the palace. Surely they won't <laughs> blow the palace up. And the girlfriend's talking to uh, Gwen Lily about, <laughs> <laughs> about the Duke's plans, and then the palace goes into lockdown, all the shutters come down, and uh, everything's going out. And is freaking out, and he's like, why would they come and attack me? And uh, Lily talks to Diana. He's like, "This guy's a fucking idiot." And Diana's like, "Yeah, he's a fucking idiot." Yeah. Yeah. Agrippa like doesn't understand why they would bring war here. And like one of the things that Diana says to Lily is like, "Yeah, this is what happens when you put people that like war, like Agrippa or like Jim, in power." And like Agrippa doesn't realize the consequences of his actions. Agrippa basically used Jim to like stage a coup on the moon and it turns out he's been severely outmaneuvered here yeah so lily's like do you have any use for him and diana's like no he's a, he's a fucking idiot uh gwyn then goes outside he uh the uh will i want to call him the borgenon throws a rope yeah. um for him to climb up swetson is throwing a little tantrum because the white doll isn't fighting back uh, properly, and then Lauren kicks his ass. Yeah, it's, it's really, really funny. F- he, 
He like tries to tackle Lauren, and Lauren just like flips him over. He says like, "Oh, he overpowered my strength." It's like, no, mate. He just used your momentum against you. It's classic martial arts, my dude. Yeah, that's what you he tries like really hard here to win, and he is just so completely outclassed in both power of mobile suits and skill that like he just doesn't get it, but he keeps complaining that like you know it's not his fault for losing. It's white just, doll's so cheap. It's, yeah, it's just because you're in the white doll. Let me. I don't know if this is later. He's like, let me get in it, and I'll I'll win. <laughs> if I was using your lame ass character, I would beat you. Happens when you pick top tier. Look! Look! If their asses know they're losing at the character select screen, why the <laughs> fuck is that my problem? Is what I'm saying. Pick a top tier. Hell All right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Gwen gets to the bridge. He's like, Michael, what the fuck are you doing? Michael's like, we had to move. They were shooting at us. And For like, once, Michael's actually talking sense. Yeah. yeah. He was right there. So they're like, did they set a trap? Did they like, get you out and then attack us? And Gwen's like, no. He's Michael's not like, smart enough. Yeah, Mike was like, that was probably Jim then, and yeah, yeah. And Gwyn's like, I can use this to my advantage. Ah, uh, spoilers, no, he can't. <laughs> Gwyn, you're in a little over your head here, but do go on. I mean, like, he's thinking positive. He has to try to use everything he has, you know, to his advantage, but... No. Gwyn's political record is a fucking Onion article. See, <laughs> 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 yep. so this is where Spetson's man is like, yeah, Lauren, stop picking top tier, goddamn asshole. <laughs> uh, Shaken is like, dude, come on, you're 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 just being embarrassing now. And Bro, then, just uh, get in the car. Yeah, two other mobile suits like grab him and drag him away. Well, get McDonald's on the way home. We'll go it's back to fine, the lab. We'll try out some new stuff. <laughs> And in the past, Agrippa's shocked that they brought the Will game and the White Doll here, despite it being negotiations, and accuses them of bringing war. And Lily's like, you know, if we wanted to bring war, we would have brought a whole fleet of ships, which is a massive bluff, but works. Yeah, because Agrippa's an idiot and doesn't know any better. Yeah. So Lily, Gwen, and Diana are retired to another room. Uh, Agrippa's overlooking the well. Uh, overlook this whole fight if the white, if the mobile suits and the white doll leave. Get that shit away from me. Because it's very obvious that Agrippa fears the turn A. Because uh, Agrippa called it that. Mm-hmm. The tur- oh, you brought the turn A here. And they're like, Gwen is like, what is a turn A? And Diana doesn't really know what it is either. Mm. Um, he asks if the turn A was mentioned in the dark history. And she says it wasn't. That's a bit weird. Hmm. So Jim is still all riled up for fighting. Um, and Harry and Kehill are escaping on their gold sumo. And Gwen is like, Jim is like, just let them go. I, I don't care. Just they can go. It's fine. Um, Agrippa calls up Jim. He's like, why are you letting your troops uh, try and attack? They're uh, literally in the capital city shooting well, my palace. You yeah. fuck. Especially when the turn A is there and Jim doesn't answer him and he doesn't stop Harry from leaving. Jim just kind of ignores Agrippa in all these scenes. Like Agrippa's like, hey, why aren't yeah. you playing fair? And Jim's like, this guy's a fucking idiot. I'm just not going to listen to anything he's talking about. Yep. And Jim knows about the turn A as well. Mm. Um, a lot more than we do. And Diana does as well. So, worrying. Hmm. So, Harry's going to the moon with Key Hill. They go across and they see Wait, uh, people. It, why would it be concerning that the war fetishist has more knowledge of something than anyone else? Oh, why would that be? Oh, I know. I can't I know. think of a reason, I, really. 
No, yeah. I, I'm just overreacting. Mm-hmm. So is it a black hole, though? Or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just. Who knows? So we see uh, like this dig site, a lot like the mountain cycle. Um, we see people digging uh, horn suits out of the mountainside. Kind of looks like one in the opening. I think like the orangey one. Mm. Um, yes, Harry's it is. like. Yeah, Harry's like, I've never seen that suit before. And Kehoe says, this is all very like the mountain cycle. They're digging up artifacts. And we're like, oh, shit. Is that good? That's not good. No. Yeah, so the moon may have their own mountain cycle with robots in it. No, it shouldn't be a problem. Probably fine. Yeah, probably it's fine, fine, probably. So Switzerland's very angry about losing again, talking about his DNA, not allowing it. And, and Jim's like, all right, go, go fight shit. Go capture the white doll. We want the tourney. Go get it. So the Maharu surround the Wilgem and with guns out, demanding that they surrender uh, the White Doll or their friends in the palace will be executed. And everyone's there like, is like, no, we, we can't hand over the White Doll. We cannot hand over our only hope and our, mass, our weapon of mass destruction to these idiots. Yup. Uh, Gwyn goes up to Agrippa and is like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you surrounding us? And why are you threatening to kill us? Agrippa's like, I didn't do this shit. Gwyn and Lily are like, well, you fucking did. Stop it. And Diana comes out and saying he's repeating the dark history. Um, and it's going to be a tragedy and, and everyone will die. Uh, Agrippa's like, well, you seem pretty familiar with the dark history. For an Earth secretary. Mm. <laughs> and talks yeah, about how... Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, I don't know if Agrippa can see through the disguise right now, but, like, he does say, yeah, that it's, like, weird that this Earthly would know so much about the dark history. That, like, yeah, he does... so he, yeah, he then talks about how the turn A and turn X, the turn A from Earth and the turn X from the moon, together caused mankind's greatest loss. Uh-oh! Because <laughs> nuclear proliferation and mutually assured destruction are programs that always work every time with no problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so... I, I played Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so Lily and Gwyn are confused, and Diana says, well, maybe that's why you're mad at Jim. And Agrippa's like, don't, you're just an Earth lady, don't get into our eternal politics. Um, back on the wheel game, they're like, yeah, we can't hold a, uh, you know, hand over the white doll, but we can't let Gwyn, Lily, and Diana die. And Swetson's like, we'll give you half an hour to think about it. He's very generous there. Like, he could have demanded it within right? five minutes or something, but... Oh, well, we gotta give that. we gotta give time for uh, Di- about it. Diana, <laughs> but I mean Keyhill to get there, obviously. Uh, outside the moon, Keyhill's asking why they didn't attack the suits at the mountain cycle, and Harry says that we gotta make sure that Queen Diana is safe because she's down there with Agrippa. And that's because we not- can't kill the mobile suits that we're gonna make a, a factory kit out of yet, we have to let them, you know, do their thing first. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The one of them's in the opening. We got uh, got wait. <laughs> It'd be pretty funny if, like, it, the only time it showed up in the series is when Harry blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> So Gwyn, Lily, and Diana are in the room talking about why Agrippa wants to turn A so badly. And Diana's uh, really confused. She doesn't know anything about the turn A. And then uh, Meme shows up. And they're like, and she's like, oh, fuck, it's Meme. It's Meme Midgard. Well, here's the guy to ruin all our fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he shows up, but like they don't go anywhere with it because it's for next no, episode. No, because it's, it's the end of the episode. The last shot is Lauren in the white doll tapping uh, with his finger, waiting for orders for what's going to happen. Yeah, he's sitting in the white doll, just, I guess, waiting for someone to tell him what to do. Yeah. 
We have a new ending um, now as well. Uh, it's Dara and Ke- or Keel floating in space with her hair waving. It's You just see her hair at first for a long time, and then it slowly turns into a cocoon and grows butterfly wings. Turns into a butterfly, and in the end shot is a butterfly behind the Earth of the Moon. Yeah, I like it's very much Pink Floydian imagery. Yeah, yeah it's like pretty Pink freaky. Floyd the Wallian. Yeah, as far as like it is a lady turning into a butterfly. There's also just a lot of butterfly imagery hmm. coming out recently. Weird. And ending. So that's probably a thing eventually. Maybe. Um, I also just like the song a... for the second ending. It's a uh, better than yeah. the first one, I think. Yeah, although I think the first opening is better than the second song for me. The song, yeah. That's because the turn A theme, the original one, just fucking whips. It's yeah. so good. Like it's not good. It's, yeah. it's kind of perfect for this series. I, I do so like Century Colors, yes, yes. but it, it just feels like a very updated original Gundam theme in mm-hmm. a way that really works for turn A. Like it's got a yeah. little bit of that kind of campy silliness that like the original Gundam theme had. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to remember, what is the first... Is it Fly Gundam for the first one? Yes. What is the first? Oh, God. I, I can hear it in my mind, but I don't know any of the lyrics because it's all in Japanese. <laughs> Fair. God, it rules. Yeah, I've only, I don't think Let's I've ever... Let's go look it, it up. I, I hope there's not an English version of it. Uh, I kind of like it. But that, <laughs> that's a plantation dub, Oh, say? God, there probably is. Is there a Kids Bop version of the, the same Gundam? Thing, like they did, <laughs> okay. uh, Dragon Ball Z, perhaps. I'm stopping this podcast before we get in trouble. I'll see you before next time. we start week. our own dark history. Yeah, <laughs> we found out too much. Uh, and uh, yeah, next week will be uh, 42 to 45. Sounds about right. We're getting pretty close to the end here. Shit, yeah. are we? Oh, yeah. What, how many episodes are there? Like 60? 49. 49. Oh, word. Same Very as Wing. Okie dokie. Yeah, word, word. All right. Well, next time, folks, space anime. Space.